Welcome to the Inverted Wingback Podcast, or an excuse to pass sideways. Um, this is a podcast set up to make you slightly ticked off or upset over our slightly pretentious football takes. We essentially like to pretend we know more about football than you and your friends. My name is Sam, and with me is Angama. <laughs> Please, please. Just introduce yourself. Let's carry on. I beg you, God. What's your name? Okay, my name is Sam. My name is Peter. <laughs> your name is Peter. Yeah. And with us on the show, this. <laughs> First of all, no. Let's continue. On the show, on the show with us this evening is our very good Chelsea friend. Um, some of you said we are free to bring back Chelsea fans now that Chelsea is doing well. So we decided to go and bring back one of our very good friends, Share. Machete Jin Kazama, welcome to the show, fam. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I am I'm glad to be here today, and uh, in uh, thirty minutes' time, we'll, we'll be handling Jose Mourinho. Oh wow! <laughs> why, why are you talking like a politician? I don't know. So, for context, first of all, we'd like to apologize for the incredible break in transmission or the long break we've had. Um, a bunch of things was going on in our personal lives. Um, Smila had a few kids to go and take care of in Ibadan. What? While I had to do a few other things elsewhere. But we're back now and um, we're grateful. never been to Ibadan before. We appreciate all the messages we've gotten regarding the break. Thank you very much for those of you who checked up on us. And for those of you who didn't, we still love you. Um, we need you to listen and share with us, even though you are clearly our enemies. For context, we are recording just before the game between Spurs and Chelsea, so we might not have any particular takes about that game until much later, but to watch our space for that. Um, we also have some surprises for you. There's some goodies that are coming up very soon. Um, just stick with us. We'll, we'll let you know about that. Now, quickly, without wasting any time, let's quickly jump into the few games that happened this weekend, right? Yes, sir. Brighton took on Liverpool yesterday. It ended in a draw. And um, I think my first question I'm going to share What's going on with all these injuries? There are like eight injuries at this point. Um, Milner is out. Milner just joined, but Keita has been mm-hmm. out. Van Dijk, Trent, I think Joe Gomez, Thiago Alcantara, Shakira mm-hmm. and Chamberlain, who hardly ever play, but still, yeah, I mean, I mean Chamberlain should be out of that list. Yeah, he's important now. Permanently, he's he's permanently in job. They maintain status quo now. Yeah, so. I was sure. talking to you, Samuel. I was talking to Cher. Please. As a yeah. former Arsenal fan, you're angry. You have... what, what's, what's wrong with this guy today? <laughs> I'm listening to you. So what do you think? What's going on? What's going on? I think it's just uh, unfortunate for Klopp uh, in this particular moment. Because um, I think they, they, they started the, the season well. But losing Van Dijk alone uh, was, was a big blow then. Coupled with the fact that you he, he lost other defenders. He's lost strength. Mm-hmm. Keita in the midfield, you know, Fabinho had to come in place of uh, Van Dijk and... I think Joe Gomez too. Joe Gomez too, uh, at a point. And now he's lost uh, his main defenders, he's lost many midfield. Uh, so you, I mean, only uh, uh, feel sorry for Klopp at, at this moment. I just I just hope uh, um, the coming weeks, if we have some of them back, I don't Why think... are you hoping? Are you, you like Liverpool like that? No, I mean, t- it, will, it will just be fair for everyone to have, like, uh, a strong squad. And their depth is reasonably okay. Not, not as... They don't, they don't have so much depth. Okay. Like uh, Man City, for, for instance. Man City okay. has... Do they? Okay, well, I, I think I get your point. In terms yeah. of numbers, not necessarily quality. Numbers. Numbers, 
I mean, quality, let's say, for example, in defense, they, yeah. they have like two, three, four, every every position. Pos- yeah. position. I think right now it's Matip, Neko Williams, who are playing central defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, feeling bad for Klopp, right? Yeah. Two things, um, Sam. First of all, um, let's talk about what Jota did. I mean, Jota has done the work again. Your favorite player who, for some weird reason, I find out you didn't put him in your FPL. Well, after making noise mm. now the record that's apparently he scored nine goals in 14 games he's been that consistent yeah. right so i think that's a good thing for them right yep and when share talks about having pity on them i mean they're top of the table with maybe a game on tottenham chelsea leicester united and city thereabouts mm. aston villa has two games in hand they're on top of the table with about a point right is there really much to pity them about like no 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 no, no. so you don't feel like they should be pitied no i don't okay so that means the whole club. Did you see the club interview? No, I didn't. Man, did you, any of you catch that interview? Mm, yeah, I know he was. No, I saw that he was moping, but it was the tip. I, so nagging. I've been told that it's, I'm unfair to him, but he seems to be very. I don't know what the word is. Absurd sometimes when results don't go his way. Yeah. Right. Um. So yesterday he was basically accusing broadcasters of being responsible for Milner's injury. So he goes, um, congratulations. Because he was asked, Milner is out of the muscle injury or the injury, and then he says, "Yeah, congratulations, it's hamstring. I'm sure you're happy." And yeah, Des Kelly well, of BT know, Sports was you, like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, you know the, the thing. You see, why I had a conversation with a Liverpool fan, right? Yeah. Um, in as much as we can say, okay, Liverpool has had a lot of injuries. It's not the first time we've seen teams have this sort of injuries in yeah. their team. Last season, we saw Man City starting the season with Laporte out. Benjamin Mendy out, Leroy Sani out for the better part of the season. Mm-hmm. So, like, these were key players. We saw moments where Aguero was always injured last season mm-hmm. also. But then it's already, it's part of the game. You understand? Mm-hmm. You should be able to, I mean, live up or you should be able to move on cope with, with it. Yeah, yeah, you should be able to cope with it. But the thing with Liverpool fans say, oh, Van Dijk is injured, oh, Gomez is injured. I mean, deal with it, guys. So some would argue, for example, yeah. some would argue that um, I think for the Van Dyke and Thiago injuries, there are few who argue that they wanted more protection for them, right? They, I can see that argument. Okay. But on the flip side, also, I saw a, I think there's a study that was done. Apparently, from there's a UEFA elite study, club injury study. They said there's a less incidence rate of um, total injuries from the start of the 2021 season. That's this 2020 2021 season. Yeah. That's this season yeah. compared to last year in spite of the covid break so there are 10 percent less training injuries 20 percent less match injuries but muscle injuries are up 35 percent which is i guess to an extent what which brings the new uh share this is you now this brings that us to the whole there's a conversation an argument about should five subs brought back and you know how the premier league votes i think you need uh 16 percent i mean 16 clubs to agree Mm. Uh, also at least 16 clubs to agree to that sort of um, um ratification of the rules mm. now Apparently, Pep, the likes of Pep, Ole has complained about this. He complained about this about a week or two ago. Yeah. Pep has complained about it. Now, the big clubs want this, but the smaller clubs are like, what's the benefit for us? Specifically, Chris Wilder. Chris Wilder has actually called Klopp selfish, saying, yeah. you, del- you want these five subs because it, of course, it suits yeah. you and you're a politician and all of that. So yesterday, during that same interview, it was a long eight-minute exchange. Uh, you know, he took shots at Chris Wilder also and said something about how, well, he has only one point or so. Uh, <laughs> he has three subs, one point. And it just, I was looking at Klopp and I was wondering, what is going on? Who have you, what's this? Because 
we could talk about a few. I think I saw a table of VAR decisions from last season. Mm-hmm. If VAR didn't exist, at least seven decisions that favored Liverpool last season. Yeah, yeah. They topped. I think they had they had more. You know. Yeah. Um, where is all this anger when you know you the decisions seem to be favoring you? Mm-hmm. Um, so do, what what are your guys what are you guys takes on five subs? Um, I mean, as a, as a Chelsea fan, I, I wouldn't mind. Okay, five subs. But I think uh, it would be unfair to smaller teams, smaller clubs who don't have you know squad depth, who don't have enough depth. Yeah, you know it would be unfair to them. So, I, but, but I think uh, it would it would be left for um, majority of the clubs since it has to do votes. Yeah, I think for me five subs will do because then you 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 would know you. You would have to plan your games. Yeah, yeah. Because he said something about. I mean, at a point he would have taken up Robertson for Simicast yesterday. Yeah. If he had five subs. If he had five subs, so um, teams will be able to plan with you no know, more number of players and not just saying, "Oh, you have three subs," so you have to. Okay. Know, decision making just has to be up to improve. Okay, yeah. Sam, what do you think? Well, so as I said, five subs will always favor the bigger the big group. teams. Yes. So I'll give you an instance. For example, now, um, Pep said everybody in his squad is back, aside from Nathan Ake. Yeah, so Aguero is back. Aguero is back. Just, he's not much. He's just not. He's not, he's not much fully fit. match fit. Actually, he said he felt something on. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's just two players. So imagine a team like Man City, they give them five subs. That would be a problem. So I think for equity, I don't think five subs should be brought back. Just for the smaller teams, and then the smaller teams would always they would want it because the big teams, sorry, the big teams would want it because they play more games, so they are in more competitions, especially in yeah. Europe, the traveling and the rest. So I mean, it tends to burden yeah. the players more, and then which the is like you've seen from this study, muscle yeah. injuries are actually ones yeah. that are compounding yeah. compared now, to the, the smaller teams would always would be against it because I mean they want to have a little bit of what was would I say opportunity or they wanted a. a an opening to be able to play the big teams. Mm-hmm. Yes, but eh, whatever works. Okay, so my final question from this game. Um, first of all, let's talk about the XG. Brighton actually created more chances. Yep. There's an argument as to they play good football, they're just not clinical enough. Yeah. The XG was literally 2.29 to 0.42. Of course, you have to scrap out the, um, uh, what's it called? The penalty shots and all of that, right? Yeah. If you're factoring in. There's a, an argument about how Brighton needs to do better in terms of Conversion of chances. Yeah. Fortunately, they have Welbeck in front and you know, Mopai and Trossard. But well, I guess yeah. that's one of that's the burden that they have to bear, right? Yeah. Now, my last, my, my final question, one answer only: Is Klopp just yes or no? Is Klopp a sole loser, share? I think so. Wow. Yeah. Sam, is Klopp a sole loser? Yes. Okay. Liverpool fans, you know where to send us your death threats. Uh, <laughs> as always, we're at IWB podcast on twitter or you can send us an email at the iwb podcast at gmail.com okay let's quickly slide on to the city versus burnley game 5-0 guys this is the fourth consecutive 5-0 win against burnley that city has had at home like this coming standard five in fact shondai said something really silly at the end of the game he said that the press kept on going on and on about five nil that maybe the press put it in his players heads and i was like what what are you saying (laughs) what kind of you know that so is this is City back or is it false alarm? I think they're back. From one game with Burnley? I think they're back. They okay. actually have a, like a really good run in Europe. Um, 
So I actually think they are back. I think gradually things are beginning beginning to look up for them. Okay. Um, the players are getting into the game. Mm. Match fitness is building. Mm. Momentum is building. Yeah. So yeah, but back. I think it's more that I think the the next few games they have are very knockover teams, right? Yes. Because if we're being honest, Burnley has scored one or two goals only this season. Yeah. yeah. So they've been horrible. So yeah. is it not fair, share to say, for example, that look, this is just. I mean, you expected to beat Burnley. Yeah, after all. Uh, I, I think so. Because uh, for me, uh, I think uh, City have struggled to be fluid, be fluid and create chances and even bury those chances. You could see um, midweek Champions League. Champions League against Olympiacos. Yes, it was sluggish. Don't talk about my son like that if you want to call. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's his son? Who's your son? Ferran. Oh, oh, oh please. So you could see a couple of games you would expect uh, Man City to have over over um, two goals or, or score over yeah, two goals or and they create don't. more chances and they, they haven't. So um, I, I, I think um, they've been struggling with that. But uh, with the Burnley game, they seem to have uh, found their shooting boots. Something, yeah, yeah. You know, momentum is built. Momentum is built. What is what, what Shay is saying is actually true because, um, for example, this game, the XG one point nine three to mm-hmm. zero point four six. So, is that they actually converted some pretty, you know, tight chances yeah. as opposed to creating high quality chances per se and then converting them, which is weird considering how against Spurs, you know, I had a conversation with someone. I told him it's amusing to watch Pep sometimes. It's like. The exact same thing happens over and over and over again with him and Felix. You can tell Felix is looking for, I want to score early on in the game. Uh, Felix is Jose Mourinho, in case anybody's wondering, right? I want to score early in the game, shut it down. But what we even saw was, I think City had, I mean, Spurs created three chances. Two of them were big chances. One was mid-range, one of those mere chances. And they got two goals. Meanwhile, City kept on attacking and attacking and taking pot shots and all of that. So they, I'm, I, I won't lie, I'm not exactly convinced. I am not exactly convinced yet. Yeah. I guess, like you said, let's see them, you know, have a run of games. Yeah, and then, run of games and then and um, I also think that another thing they've not done well over the years is recruitment or succession planning. Yeah. The difference between Aguero and Gabriel Jesus is incredibly it's high, high which is why I was saying in terms of depth, you take out De Bruyne, for example, who creates in that midfield? Who creates it? Yeah, I think... Fernandinho has been missing Rodri. I mean, it's... I think the only person I can point to and say, oh, I really like the way he plays in terms of his effect is Diaz. Diaz seems to have brought some sort of steel. You know, he's now the strong man, finally, which is weird. We've not seen a Pep defender that has been a strong man in a long while. Like like when you use the word strong man. (laughs) Company is a strong man now. He's always he was always getting injured every five to six it's games. A strong man, yeah. Yeah, but I mean a strong man who is alive, not mm-hmm. those ones who <laughs> carry their hospital bed up and down the. What I meant you was looking strong man. Uh, there's one thing to be strong and no, smart. And smart, yeah. There's another thing to be strong and then just like I don't mm-hmm. know, like the guy running the Nigerian government. Yes, I dimension any names, no right? So, um, which brings me to the next question now. If we were to let's say right now, who's the most important player at the city? Share, and there were three names. I put down three names. Let's say Cancelo. Rebellious KDB, who would you rate KDB. higher? KDB is more important. Definitely. Who else? If they lose KDB, yeah, that's it for City. Yeah, without Aguero because you're already struggling with without Silva because they didn't replace Silva properly. Yeah, 
without they don't replace um um silver yeah and the moment silver left uh, i think it it, it just um, left all the burden creative burden on creative burden on on the brainer and you'd expect maybe someone like bernardo silver to fill in or maybe a, a little bit or someone like Mares. i don't have expectations on Mares, but that's his story to be honest it. to be honest yeah i actually expected bernardo to fill in for david silver but they um, play differently that's yes. the thing yeah. you know you know why the two different kinds of players yes mm-hmm. you know why now if you remember um there's a season that KDB was out for most of the season. Yeah. I think the last time City won the league. And the midfield pivot was Fernandinho, Bernardo, and David Silva. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Gundogan comes in here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I I actually expected um, Bernardo. I mean, he's not he's not David Silva, right? But I expected, or I expect a lot from him because, I mean, he's a very versatile player and the rest. But it always, it's just, it just seems like he's a shadow of himself. So this is going to piss you off a little bit, yeah. right? But I think one of the things that is Spaniards and maybe Germans have over the rest of Europe is they call it pausa. The ability to just calm down a bit and pick out passes. What Bernardo Silva is great at, actually, is his ability to run. Like that guy, his work rate is amazing. Rate, yeah. But sometimes it's not, that's not what you need. Sometimes you just need a calm. David Silva had the ability to literally hold on to the ball. And he was like this, the, the Matas, the Chavis, those yeah. Spanish orchestrators that Not basically... Just running no, no, it's like, okay, you know what? We're going to play from the left and from the right. I think that's 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 being missed right now. Um, KDB is great, but you can see that his, his eagerness is almost sometimes like Bruno Fernandes. I'm just thinking about getting the ball and going pushing forward. it forward as opposed to, hey, hey, calm down. What if we do three passes to bypass this defender? and then get somebody one-on-one. Do you, do you understand? So I think there's that, right? There's also the, the issue of, like, according to Shea, Shea says KDB, right? We, we didn't even finish. Who would you put next beside him? Diaz or Cancelo from these three players? Yes. You put Diaz? Wait, wait, let's... let's, let's Can, Cancelo. Cancelo next, right? Cancelo because he's next. finally, he's now the Can, new inverted wing-back, you know. Or um, Walker. Walker. Okay. Because Walker's rate, I think he has tremendously improved. improved. And you could see it, that he's putting a, a lot of work and uh, he's been able to cover up in like areas he was lacking like okay. last season. So okay. I'll, put, I'll put Walker in that list, but um, KDB, Cancelo, yes. Diaz, Walker. Okay. What about you, Sam? KDB, Diaz, Cancelo. Cancelo. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Why Diaz first, by the way? Because of this whole steal he has brought to defense? Yes. Um, I mean, Laporte is great, right? Well, Laporte is slow, like really slow. And Laporte seems like a guy that doesn't even talk a lot. So oh, yeah. one thing Diaz has done is, I mean, he has brought in some form of organization in the defense. Would always use, I mean, there's no um, lot of games to judge, right? But then his combination with Laporte is great. But then I wanted to use just one example. I mean, when he played with John Stones, we always knew last season, John Stones seems like he lost it yeah. yesterday. But then if you see the way Stones played yesterday, he played with a little bit more composure. I mean, it's Burnley. Yeah, but I mean, I was about again, to just mention that. Again, it's still John Stones. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But he did pretty well. Um, he did. <sighs> yeah. yeah, he did. Okay, in well. the Olympiacos game. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. So that's that for City Burnley. Let's go to the final part of part one. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about my very good friend's second favorite club after Arsenal. Bayern Munich won again 3-1, right? As usual, no. 
Dortmund now lost and then Haaland legitimately missed one of the biggest chances like which is weird for him right so my question is when should we just carry this Bundesliga title and give it to Hansi no, Frank no just give it to no. us now because if give it to us now as well I would say you people how did the English call it <laughs> something in the windy in the cold day in Stoke in Stoke and he said that um, Stuttgart he played, right? Yes, Stuttgart. Stuttgart is not Stoke, but they've been good recently. Mm-hmm. And they actually brought up, because it, yeah. it looked, you know, they scored first. They considered yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. And then Bayern still came back. So I, I figure it's wrapped, wrapped up. Wrapped up. Maybe it's unfair to say that this early in the season, but it just looks like, see. Every season it's this way. So yeah. we know. Yeah. We know already. Okay. Just... Now, since we know that. Thanks, guys, for congratulating me. Since we know that, um, where do you think Haaland will end up eventually? In my, to be honest, Baka? I think Manchester City. City? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting. I never thought about that. Bayern, of course. They uh-huh. know where they go shopping. So. <laughs> because Lewandowski is old. Yeah. Time is almost up. So. Time is almost I mean, he, he still has like a season. One, one, two more active years in the, in, in the game. But before he goes to Syria. Before he goes somewhere else but we know Probably Bayern we know Mayu, how they shop that's what Mayu does uh, they buy players uh, when it's been six years no but the thing is he's going to do really well at Mayu I'm serious this is not bad I think eh let's uh, thank you so share you said Bayern Bayern you said City City I'm even thinking is between Madrid Madrid, Baka or Bayern Munich it's one of those three Bayern Baka Baka should go and have rest this one's uh, I don't know. You know how Bayern feel, how they feel about Dortmund. <laughs> they belong to us. You're just yeah. there for a while. You're doing your IT. Yeah. So they get them yeah, and fully mature. Okay, guys, that brings us to the end of part one. In part two, we'll take another trip around Europe. Um, we'll look at Madrid, try and look at PSG a bit, I guess. And then talk about the great Diego Armando of Maradona, who passed on this past week. All right. So stick with us. We'll be right back for part two. Thank Welcome back to the Inverted Wingback Podcast. This is part two. Um, during the break, someone tried to murder our producer. That someone is Sam. Thank God our producer is still alive. What? Yes. I'm putting out on public record. If anything, if any harm comes That's to our producer, true. Rob, Samaila is responsible. Robert, did I do anything to you? Did I? He's not going to say anything, you see? He's okay. because he's a gentleman. It means you're lying. I'm not lying. I don't lie against you. I'm not afraid of you. All right. Um, before we go on to part two, let's just quickly bring you some great goody news. Um, the 352 NG Fantasy Premier League competition, which is sponsored by Quidax Africa as well as Conflux Africa, is one great competition where you can stand the chance to win up to $3,000 in prize money. Um, so if you want to join, um, you just have to use the code LHJHQS or the auto join link, which we'll put in the show description, this episode description. Um, the next step is to register via um, a link we'll put there, link tree, link, well, we'll put the link tree link there for you. Um, there's an invitation code too. Of course, also fill out your details at a certain form. 
If you can, let us know how you heard about it. There's also a referral bonus thing going on. So if you can get the more people you can refer to join the league, the more your chances of actually winning extra prizes. Now, there are weekly prizes. We have daily prizes, sorry, weekly prizes and monthly prizes. And of course, the overall price, different prizes that amount up to $3,000. So tell your friends um, to be better than Samaila, of course. And Cher, I think Cher, you started doing, you were doing well with your FPL and then you got worse. Um, I abandoned it for Again. a couple of weeks. Okay, I think I have to do what I do every season. I promise you, cake. If you can make it to, let's say, the second week of January, <laughs> I'll get you a cake. What about it? You're not share. I'm only interested in share. I'm not interested in you. I'm interested in you. you don't be interested in you? No. Why? What? Anyway, anyway, that's your business. Do you understand? All right. So, um, jumping into part two, head first. How long do you think Tuka will last at PSG? Yes, this weekend was weird, but still. Um, I think well, I should give him a season. So that's the end of this season? End of this season, I think he will, he will leave. Because they drew with Bordeaux. Like, I don't know, if he doesn't get sacked, he will definitely leave. I think it's, it doesn't look like a challenge he will, he will, he will be able to overcome. Yeah. Okay. So Sam Cher says end of the season. But let's talk about the fact that he barely got his signings, right? Yeah. Uh, and the team is just it's not I mean, it's not con- constructed the way he'll probably like. Is it fair on him? It's not. It's not to be honest. I just feel like um see unlike um other or unlike Manchester City. I'm sorry to draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compare both of them. Unlike Manchester City, that clearly has a plan, right? City has a plan? Yes, it does. Okay. They do. I actually don't think there's anything going on at PSG. They just want to sign players and just move on. And I don't think, like, there's something always missing in PSG. I know it's easy to say that because of late fixtures in Europe, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you can always point a finger to that mm-hmm. players are not because you, we can always see there's a huge correlation with performance and that I think the only team that is doing really well that stayed late in Europe last season is Bayern Munich. Other 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 teams are. I mean, and we can see why. Yes, their league is more or less a pushover, but well, they won the Champions League, boy. Yes, <laughs> but hey, that's just by the way. But so yes, I I I don't. I think he would stay longer because I, I, I really don't see who they would hire outside him. Shocked. Who? Felix. F- this Felix. Have you seen the way Levy look, looks at Felix? Has Chelsea scored? Shea is happy because Chelsea just scored. Who scored? Offside. <laughs> 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 oh my God. I wish there was a camera in the studio. Bad, oh my God. Did you guys see? Shea, oh. Sorry, man. Sorry. Who was it? Werner? Yeah, I took him out of my team because he's been pissing me off lately. You know they try. I notice every time I stick with him, he messes up. He's not a faithful. And I'll take him out of the FPL, and then he scores. He scored a a good goal actually, and he was chopped off for offside. Yeah. Oh, sorry, man. Sorry, man. So okay, let's run down. Look at the people that they got for this guy, for example. For Tucho. For Tuko, yeah. Yeah. He he got Cardi, got Pereira. Got Alessandro Florenzi from Roma. I mean, look at 29, 29, 27 year olds. Um, Letelier, Rafinha, 
Moisa Kane. I think Moisa Kane is the only one we can talk about. Yeah. That, um, and that's it. This this guy, what of this guy? Um, uh, Ariola went to Sarabia. Sarabia. He's still there. Oh. Yeah. So it's just one of those, what is going on? Like, you know, it feels like, ugh, this doesn't seem like a team that has been constructed to win. I know I get the wages that have been pushed to both Mbappe as well as Neymar mm-hmm. are probably a contributing factor. But I mean, at this rate, it just feels like he's on borrowed time. Thomas Tuchel is on, is on borrowed time. Anyway, we'll move on now. Speaking about someone who's on borrowed time, Hazard got injured again. Mm. Then Madrid lost. They're six points behind Atletico. Che, I know how you feel about Hazard. What's going on? I, I really don't know. I just feel it's, it's been a bad spell for him uh, in Madrid because he, he he moved to Madrid. We knew it was a move. He's always wanted. And then he shows up on the first day overweight. And I don't just know. It's just bad for him. But uh, we're hoping like he, he gets back and he can at least bring back little... Because I don't think he can, I don't think I might be wrong, but he can, you know, produce the that same form he he produced in the blue shirt uh, in, for Chelsea for for Chelsea in Madrid. Actually, I don't I don't think so. The way and it's looking, I think I don't think so. But I, but I hope he can he can at least get back to being fit and be able to play well for for Madrid. Okay, Sam. Um, what does this mean for the title race specifically? I mean, he's out. Madrid is not exactly see, playing. Ma- Madrid have not been title contenders in a while. The the thing no, let me finish. The no, thing, not okay. I'm listening. The thing with them is they tend to they won the league last season because everybody Barca else was dropped the ball. Like last, I think after the lockdown. Yeah. Barca didn't win also three league games. Yeah, I think they're there or four and, also. Yeah. So yeah. blah. So Madrid just yeah good run form. Aside from that, they've just Over been the mad. past decade. Yes, it's they've been, just been mad yeah. in the league. He's, I mean, we're back at it again. I just feel, to be honest, title comp, title race for um, this season for this season will be between Atletico, Atletico and Baka. Baka? Yeah, but they're far behind. Even though I know, yes, they gave a proper beating to Osasuna. They have Messi. Hmm, okay. Messi seems like uh, he's, he's getting his way back. Hmm. He's doing those things. He used, to do, he used to do a lot, yeah. Okay, Atletico, I saw a very, very ridiculous start, guys. In 200 games that Oblak has played, he has kept 112 clean sheets. That guy has. That guy, I, I think Even if it is that they are playing ultra defensive football, yeah. that's about 56% or 57%. Clean sheet rate. Clean sheet. Mm. I can't point. I can't think of anybody I can point to. That's as good. Yeah. And this is. Um, this is just I, the I basic. Know you are going to say I'm this, being biased. this is just I the basic. Just Hold on. I don't mention Leno here or Noya. <laughs> like I was saying, this is just. We're not even talking about save percentage and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Short stopping itself. We're just talking about the no, surface black level. Of like is fantastic. Man. He is fantastic. He is, he is, he is amazing. Huh. Anyway, wow, that's crazy. Now, thinking of talking about someone who is incredibly fantastic, we spoke about perhaps one of the greatest number 10s the world has ever seen, Diego Maradona, who passed on this past week. Um, and 
all the tributes have been sent out. There's a lot that has been said about him. Um, but I just wanted to find out from everyone on the pod today. What is your, should I say, biggest or favorite Maradona memory? Okay, for me, would be the supposed goal of the century, Scotty in England. Where he took everybody on a okay. stroll. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's your biggest one? Yeah, that's you, you loved it, yeah? No, I think it would go with his hand. <laughs> famous hand of God. No, I wouldn't do hand of God because it just feels like that's just cheating. <laughs> but that goal, yeah, Scotty the year is one of the teams that I don't like. Oh, okay. You know how I feel about England. No, I don't. Please tell us. Really? Really what? As in, you should tell us or oh, I don't know. Which part? I really like it when England are trashed. Oh, no. Yeah. It makes you happy? Gives you really excited. moisture on the inside? No, it doesn't. It's not that. I'll stop this guy. Ask <laughs> <laughs> the question. A very simple question. I don't answer. Okay, okay. Oh, sorry. 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 My own favorite moment, right? It's two of them, actually, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his behavior against us. That's Nigeria in 1994. As a kid, that was the first time I even understood the concept of doping in football, to be honest. Because he kept on saying, he's doping, he's doping. And you know the funny thing? Our players kept on tackling him. And he'll fall and get the fouls. So they kept on... I think I can't remember where I was, but I remember that the general sentiment then was, look, this guy is not sober. He's on drugs. That's why he keeps on falling down. And, you know, it's almost colored the way I viewed him. But it still didn't, I, I still couldn't find how that added up to the guy who had that goal against England, for example, was amazing. There's that one, there's even that picture. I don't know if you've seen that picture of him, you know, with the ball against Belgium, where they all, the defenders all lined yeah, up. Like five yeah, like Yeah, it was the 86 walk up there about, yeah. yeah. So I think those are my favorite moments. Um, it's sad that he has passed on. Um, I've watched a lot of people try to do this thing where they just decide what is his legacy. Is he the cheat, like Samara yeah. said, or yeah. he's the genius? And you know, it's, I can see how it's very difficult to reconcile, you know, that this guy who was very good at football, yeah. incredibly good at football, yeah. was also the same guy who was, you know, cantankerous mm. and just a big problem, got involved with the mob at Napoli and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it teaches us that sometimes two different things can exist in tension, you know, yeah. contrast within the same individual. Um, if there's any lesson is that with the genius that we've been given, we should probably try to be better. You know, try to aim aim for better. Um, rest in peace, big man Diego, Amado, Diego Maradona. Um, I hope that you know your legacy is one that people can learn from, and that we go on to see. You know, um, we saw Messi's Messi's goal was, yeah. and his tribute to him was really really nice yesterday. Mm. Yeah, he scored, and then today, today, sorry, today. What am I saying? Yeah. Today, what am I saying? Yesterday for today, and then took off the jersey showing the new yeah. old, old boys jersey. Well, I, I think that was a really really nice thing. I wonder if he brought tears to Samara's eyes, did it? Why? Men don't cry. Yeah. And another memory <laughs> that's about is on the podcast. Another memory yeah. would be um Argentina against Nigeria uh, uh at the World Cup. 94? No, not the ninety-four World Cup. Oh. Understands and he was like <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, you know. The last when, World Cup when, in when Messi scored and you could see Maradona. He was he was so happy. Like he, he lost it, man. Anyway, goodbye, good goodbye, and good night to your legend. Um, please don't forget you can send us messages on Twitter at the IWB Podcast, or you can send us an email, um, the IWB Podcast at gmail.com. We're more than happy to take your messages and feedback. We love it when you guys speak with us. Um, shout out to Kamara. Shout out to Uchi. Shout out to 
Christopher, they actually reached out and, you know, they've had a few very interesting conversations with us in the meantime. We're going on a break now. When we come back, we will have a quick debate about somebody that probably confuses Cher a little bit. Uh, but stick with us, guys, as we come back for part three. Welcome back to part three of the Inverted Wingback podcast. This is the final part. Uh, We're just going to quickly jump into a quick debate. We've seen what Spurs has done this season. Quietly. Everybody else is having issues. They're just quietly racking up the points. Harry Kane has been reinvented. Has the highest amount of goals, I think. Oh, no, sorry. Assists, not goals, right? Um, And he's doing great stuff. Son is doing the work. But there's one particular guy who is doing, I think, probably been the most important signing for Jose this season. Hoiberg, which is ironic considering if you read um, Pep Confidential, Pep actually spoke about that guy being the most important signing at Bayern then, you know, he was supposed to go on to become this great Pep, yeah. you know, player. look at him, he had to go through Southampton and then eventually that spoils with Felix, very funny world. Anyway, so the question today is, first of all, has Felix changed or is it just a case of everyone else just being bad? Share. Felix is still is still the same person. I think uh, the fact that it didn't work at United doesn't doesn't take away uh, the the greatness Felix has. has yeah, you know, Felix is a, is a great coach. You can look at stats, um, the the record the and all that records and trophies he's won. You know, I I think he he's. In in Spurs is have like the now what what he has said is oh is it's not like he he came in uh, halfway you know into the season but he did no this is a fresh season oh okay okay like okay, okay. so he's had time he, to work with them so he's had time to work with them it's different he has everybody you know not like he doesn't there's no excuse now that Kane isn't fit or he's mm. injured for. Yeah, wow. And he's got he's got he, um, this kind of person in Hoiberg because Hoiberg is that kind of stone cold. Man. Yeah, someone you send on a mission and he will deliver. All them Lasana Diara of that. Yeah. I mean, Pep. Yeah. Will, I mean, he'll pick Lasana Diara, pick the other Diara, Pepe. and Pepe. I put them in midfield and say, you know what? Let's play. Yeah. <laughs> Man, anyway, plan is to kill. That me. was the ultimate haram ball, my guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Sam. Yes, sir. Having heard from Cher, do you still do you think he's changed or he's first of all do you think he's changed or? Um... I agree with Cher, one hundred percent. Okay. I don't think Jose has changed. I just feel like well, everybody has just a little bit deteriorated. Okay, so he's improved them. And so do you think he'll win? I'll throw this to two of you also. Do you think first of all, Sam? Do you think he'll win the Premier League? He can't win um, Premier League. I don't think. Why so. do you think? Wow, really? Yeah, I don't think so. He'll win Premier League. I don't think he can. Okay. He can't. Cher. Uh, it's possible he can he can win the league. Football football is that way unpredictable. You 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 can't say hundred percent even with sad, but just as the kind of guy to grind out results, you know. Yeah, and you could see that in the elements of like like with the games 
where they've they'll, played. they'll play badly and still win. They'll end up winning 1-0. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just wants, he needs the three points. He doesn't want to play beautiful football. Doesn't want to yeah impress anybody. Impress just anybody. Three points. Just there to to grind our result. And the players happen to be doing this. You can see Kane, you know, working for the team. You know, yeah, the assist and so on. a supreme playmaker. Supreme playmaker and, yeah. and and all that. So it, it's it's possible, but with the way the season is panning out, sh- panning and sh- shaping up, I I mean I don't think one can predict what will happen we can we're seeing city yeah you know um they scored five and we don't know what how happen. many they'll score next you know they're just uh they have one game one game in hand yeah and if they win that they'll be on the same point with, with liverpool. liverpool yeah so again whoever wins the um chelsea no they won't actually they'll okay. just be about oh, how many four points behind four points behind yeah. them with the game in hand yeah. No, no. If okay. they if, if they win, if they win into the yeah, if they win the game, just four points behind. Four points. Yeah. Behind. It's Aston Villa who, if they do manage to win, they'll be level on points with, which is weird, with Liverpool. With Liverpool. Yeah. So I mean, the the season is long and is open. So if sports continue with, you know, the present form. Yeah. Right now, again, they could they could they could win the league. Yeah, I have a theory, guys. I feel like um, finally he's in a place where one of the things he's always enjoyed. Is being the underdog. Yeah. So he can have that whole conversation of the world. Is he have to convince your convince. players that the world is against you when you're at a club that is seen as smaller or less, yeah, less. important? So I think that's one thing that's helping him now. He can tell them, look, we're not favorites. Nobody's expecting you to win. Go yeah, ahead and do all of that. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I, I feel like the contenders, honestly, I thought at the beginning of the season, to be, we had this conversation on the pod. We said City, Liverpool. Originally, that's what I thought, and everybody else will find their way behind them. Yeah. But it looks like it's Liverpool, Spurs, City, everything. I don't think they can go. They don't have the players that can go the entire season, yeah. you know. Even though we've seen surprises, Southampton has done well. Um, what's yeah. it called? Aston Villa has done well also, but yeah. I don't expect any of them to to do yeah. well. Um, to, to go, you know, the distance in terms of winning. Yeah. Uh, maybe they might be in the top six. Who knows yeah. the season? Even Leicester might be in top six I'm or seven. I'm surprised you, you didn't call, uh, you called Everton in, and you didn't call Chelsea because I. Oh, I'm sorry. Our Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea yeah, yeah, will finish okay. ahead of Everton. Everton, yes. And I think so. I'm sorry. Could, I don't know. Could slip Man U, you know. I don't think Man U is going to get that far. Bruno, 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 Bruno. Cavani, 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 Cavani. And Matador. Yeah, yeah actually, I've actually mentioned Chelsea. Thank you for, for that correction. Thank you. Uh, I apologize for that. So our standout start of the week, guys. It's been a while since we did this, right? Uh-huh. Our standout start of the week is a throwback. No, we are not sure. <laughs> Please calm down. We are not sure. I beg. But all this while you've not tried. Why? There was there were odds last game. You you just just keep on looking. You know you won't share that with your guy. I'm not. First of all, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Secondly, I'm not here for that. What we're here for is to give people home so wholesome content. Please. In which they can use to make money. Okay. So the standout start of the week this time, guys, is um, did you guys know that three percent of the fouls committed at both the nineteen eighty six and nineteen ninety World Cups were committed on Diego Maradona? Wow. That's for both World Cups, three percent of he was fouled hundred and three times in fourteen games. That's like seven fouls per game. Huh. And actually the, the the second person, the person with you know the next highest number of fouls was 62 places, 62 behind him. 
So, I mean, <laughs> 113, sorry, 103 fouls in 14 games. That's, that's, that just shows you how much of a problem that guy was back in yeah, the day. It was, yeah, it was, uh, I think it's one of those ones that would definitely, you can't, you can't argue about his greatness. Like, he'll go down in history when we're talking in the future about, you know, the greats of the game. He definitely is somebody that you'll mention. Yeah. Um, or like Bruno, for example. You can't put Bruno beside Marjorie. In fact, I apologize. <laughs> That's a horrible thing. Anyway, guys, we've come to the end of the podcast. Uh, before we go, let's quickly do our pop culture plug, as always. Share. What are you watching, reading, or listening to? Um, I'm reading this book. And it's still like an artist. 10 things um, creatives don't tell you. Ooh, who wrote that? Um, I can't. I can't remember the author. I just sounds like one of those Mark. Is it Mark Manson? That guy who wrote. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I okay. didn't take note of the author. Yeah. Well. yeah, it's a it's a nice book. Okay. Then normals and listening to the pod from Kobam. Hey, you know, straight out of Kobam. Straight out of Kobam, you know, from the athletic. Athletic. Okay. So. Okay, you're not watching anything. Not at the moment. I I leave it to. Uh, a few days time once we you know enter December does Cher really watch anything yeah well he, he has started watching stuff Cher saw Avengers this year <laughs> we've had this conversation before yes wow. true I'm tired of talking about it because okay. I don't know I he, well you change I guess alright what about you Sam All what right. are you watching well reading no I'm not watching anything you're not watching anything? actually been doing a lot of reading oh yeah someone oh wow wait calm down no, no books per se. <laughs> so, uh, someone um, asked, or rather, someone said, Oh, Sam, you always say you are reading financial books and articles. So, they want to know what I'm reading. All right. So, who's this someone? What's her name? Never mind. Uh-uh. So, <laughs> you won't tell us. I uh, know I would. You could tell us after, Abby. Probably, yes. Mm. So, basically, um, one of the articles I read is The Opportunity Cost of Socialism. Mm-hmm. by Ooh. yeah by the economic advisors the council of economic advisors of the united states government nice no the president of the united states That's which which one? Oh god yeah mm-hmm. okay. so yeah okay so yeah that was what i was basking on and then i read um some article on moody's on retail banking in africa so, this is probably why you don't tell us what you're reading because you're going to bore everybody. <laughs> yeah. You see, retail bank in Africa. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, thank so you. I'm just happy that. Yeah. That's actually two different. This is a first. No, I mean, I episode seven has brought us. This is episode seven now, isn't it? Mm. Since NT. Uh-huh. Hi NT. What's up? How are you doing? Call me later. Send me there. I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, it's okay. about, you don't know if she's the one that asked me to say, it, but that's by the way. Oh yes, and then um, I've listening to I listened to Omale's EP. It was really fantastic. I love Omale. Mm. And then Yabasi, that's the basketball. Oh, the basketball EP. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. I feel like oh, people are going to hate me for saying this, but I feel like Nigerian albums have this huge problem of continuity or flow. It just feels like you know sometimes let's get seven or eight or ten of our guys. Can you make jams for us? Then they put it together, and that's it. The vibes now. Oh, okay. I guess. Um, for me, I've not really watched anything in a long while, to be honest with you. Um, the other day, I just decided that I'm going to spend the week, like if I catch, like maybe in between traffic on the way home mm-hmm. or on the way to work, I've been diving into a lot of Dave Chappelle stuff. I feel mm-hmm. like that guy is a genius. Like, 
it's just he's amazing so if he's not interviews i'm watching stand-up specials or something so i think that's if, if you can call that watching anything so dave chappelle stuff um i i am still um what's it called listening to oh i discovered a new podcast i think i should talk about that rise to five nine and look if you ask we'll have a podcast really it is amazing it is i think it's called the royce and lupe podcast if oh my god <laughs> first of all they're hilarious but then they're now mixing some very yeah the lupe and royce show that's what it's called it's called the lupe and royce show so that's what i like um i went on a trip recently and that's what i just um basically jumped into um in terms of reading i haven't done much reading recently just an article here or there mostly election stuff um protests organization so yeah those are the main those are the main things um as always we would like to hear from the audience from you guys listening please tell us what are you reading what are you watching share with us what you think we should watch what you think we should listen to what you think we should also read we're very 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 receptive as you've seen samala is in form i mean he's doing two different things wow that's amazing so please send us all your uh, recommendations Having said all of that, we're getting to the end of the podcast. Hold on, hold on. I've not healed my guy yet. Hi, 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 hi. Which guy? Yeah? Which guy? Ben Mendy. Yeah. For scoring yesterday. Yes. Um, <laughs> hi, Ben Mendy. Um, I know that goal was for me. Huh? Continue to one travel. What does that mean? You say continue one travel. What does that mean? Continue to one travel. It means continue doing the Lord's work. Is this Google Translate? No, not Google Be honest. No, it's not. Don't lie. It's not. I mean, I'm not fluent in French, but I understand some. Nice. I told you. Ben and I are very, very cool together. Okay. I wanted to do a shout out to my boy, Bruno and Thomas Miller. But I mean, I can't speak Portuguese at all. And or then, German apparently. No, no, I'm learning. I, 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 I know, I know, I know a couple of stuff in German, but. Okay, thank you guys. Share. Do you have any shout outs for any weird? Many listens, by the way. Here, in case if you're wondering, you, you guys will be. I swear, but I'll bust your head. The day we met, we show Nigeria, but he's going to come here. I'm serious. I'll surprise you. Okay. Till then, no. Have you? <laughs> thank you very much, guys, for listening. Don't forget to send us all your comments, uh, your, your your hate mail or emails, whatever you want to do. We're grateful for the listening. Um, we're back here to stay for a long while. Have a fantastic week ahead. Um, till we meet again, stay jiggy, guys. Say bye now, guys. Bye, guys. Cheers, guys. You yeah. blew them a kiss. No, I blew the woman a kiss. Which woman? Anyway, yes, thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>